Okay, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. Hallelujah. I hope your week is going well. I'm so excited to continue in this series that I started last week called Faith to Overcome Insurmountable Odds. I don't know about you, but I've had myself at the bottom of the barrel. I've had myself backed into a corner, which I only probably discovered that I painted myself in. But praise the Lord. You know, when you come to the end, that's the time that you can really begin to rise up. Pastor Barb has made a declaration over our church uh, that this is our year of jubilee, and I'll tell you, you don't need a jubilee if everything's great, you, but you do need a jubilee if you are facing insurmountable odds. That could be in your finances, your relationships, your marriage, you know, your children, that could be, um, you know, your, your workplace, it could be, you know, a whole bunch of things that just seem to be so impossible in your life. I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, you are called to overcome all of that. You know, the year of Jubilee is about canceling all debts. Praise the Lord. That includes my past. Hallelujah. I don't need to live based on what happened to me. Praise the Lord. I'm going to start being the catalyst for change in my life, hunger and thirst for the things of God, and begin to incorporate all the promises of God into my life. And the more I can do that, the more I can allow the power of the Word, the power of God to begin to be instituted into my life and begin to not just be a, a, a vessel where, things, where life is happening to me, but I'm happening to it. I am becoming the influence uh, in my own world through my faith to overcome not only the little problems, but praise the Lord, even the impossible problems. You may be suffering in your body and praise the Lord. Suffer no more. Praise the Lord. That debt has been paid by the stripes that Jesus took upon his body. Hallelujah. Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So if you're living a life that's that's being ruled by lack right now, begin to confess the Word of God over your life and what Jesus has accomplished so that you can live the life that He has created you to live. Praise Jesus. I want to open with this scripture found in Matthew chapter 17. And I want to read verses 14 through 20. It's a little bit long, but praise the Lord. Let, let's just get into this tonight and I hope it blesses you because what I'm about to read to you is, is an absolute insurmountable odd that is going to require true faith to bring the answer and the power of God to this situation. It says, when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and he knelt before him. He said, Lord... Have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. You may be suffering greatly right now. So as I read this, I want you to begin to put yourself into the situation. You may know someone else who is suffering greatly, facing insurmountable odds. This, this scripture can become the catalyst for your breakthrough. It says, <laughs> it says, you unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. 
How long must I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon. It's interesting. You know, he didn't rebuke what was happening to the young uh, man. He rebuked the demon. And it came out of the boy. And he was healed of the symptom. So, so we, sometimes we get caught up in our symptoms. You know, this is what's going on. I mean, this poor kid's throwing himself in the fire. He can't control himself. You know, he's, he's hurting himself. It, it's just a really bad situation. Here comes the problem, but Jesus doesn't address the problem. He addresses the source of the problem, which is evil, something that is perverse, that is contrary to the Word of God. And he just says, I right now, just as things are and how bad they are and how, how insurmountable the odds are that this, that this, this young boy is going to get healed, doesn't make any difference. Praise the Lord. Jesus rebuked the demon that came out of the boy and he was healed of his symptoms or his problems at that very moment. It says, then the disciples came to Jesus in private. And said, man, you know, like, why couldn't we drive that thing out of him? And Jesus replied, because you have so little faith. He says, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain or this insurmountable situation, move from here to there, and it will move. And I, I love how he ends this. He says, nothing will be impossible or insurmountable for you. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed. You know, I, I used to think about that. I'd think, well, you know, why, why, why something small like a mustard seed? Well, I can tell you that there is no half faith. <laughs> you are either in faith or you're not in faith. I mean, there, there's no doubt in faith. There's no fear in faith. There's no, you know, well, you know, maybe we should do this and maybe we should do that in faith. Now, there may be things that God wants you to do. There may be things that you can do in your own strength to help your life turn around. But at the end of the day, if you aren't doing it by faith, then you're not pleasing God. You know, without faith, we cannot please God. We want to be pleasing to God. How many people know it would be pleasing to God that your insurmountable problem, situation, circumstance, symptoms, evidence of your outcome, how many people know that if God, that God has an answer to that and that if he wants us to grab a hold of the answer from the word of God and begin to apply it to our lives how many people know that that would be pleasing to God of course it would in fact it would be a a, a far greater 
uh, uh, form of worship than singing a song to him or, 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 or lifting my hands during praise and worship or, you know, reading my Bible for the sake of reading it or, you know, going to a church service for the sake of, of going to a church service. No, all of those things should be done by faith. And, and I, I promise you, the more you practice faith, the more you're going to find it. And it doesn't take much. It just takes a little tiny bit because faith in and of itself, when activated by you through the power of the Word of God, I mean, I wouldn't care what the circumstance or situation is, you are going to find a way to overcome that situation because the power and the influence of God is there to deal with it once and for all. You know, there's a a story out there, and it's called Three Feet from Gold. Three Feet from Gold is the name of the story. It's about a man way back in the gold rush, and he came out here out west, and he, you know, borrowed money from his family to come out here and get established and buy his own little mine so that he could, you know, hopefully strike gold, praise the Lord. And so he came out here, and he took his horse all the way from out east and rode that wagon out here, and he staked his claim, and, and he started to dig. And, you know, he found a little gold here, and he found a little gold there, and then he found some more gold over here. But it just was never enough to really get him to a point where he could, you know, really start making it. So as time went on, his enthusiasm began to wane. And the Bible says, don't grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap if you don't give up. But he allowed himself to grow weary. And he thought, you know what? There's a guy in town here. He'll probably give me just enough money. He's the guy that buys everything for 10 cents on the dollar. You know that guy. And so he, he calls the guy over, and the guy says, well, uh, you know, I, I'm interested in buying your, your, your mine here, but where have you found your gold? He said, well, I found a little here, a little there, a little bit up over here. He says, okay. He says, well, here's your money. And it was just enough to get him back home and to pay his, his family back. Well, it wasn't long before this man uh, who bought the land uh, actually um, uh, called an expert, a gold expert, a mining expert, over to the land. And he says, hey, uh, you know, I, I need some advice on how to you know, make good use of this land here, and, you know, I'd like to get some gold out of it. Anything you could do to help me would be great. So the expert says, well, where did he find gold? He said, well, he found it here, he found there, and he found some right over here. And he says, well, here's what I know about gold. It runs in veins. He says, if you'll dig right here, you should hit gold. And sure enough, the, the guy who bought the land hired a guy to go out there and start digging. And you know what? That digger dug for another three feet down and struck one of the greatest gold strikes in the history of the West. I wonder sometimes how close we all are. How close we are to the breakthrough. But we lose our faith. We lose the the focus of that faith, and all of a sudden, we tend to give up. We throw in the towel. We say, I can't do it anymore. We say, I tried, and it didn't work. But I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, as much as this young boy could be delivered and healed, so can you. 
So can you. I can only imagine the number of times that the father had taken his son to a doctor, to a, a, a guru, to, you know, some, you know, place to get better, only to see his son get worse and worse and worse. But here he was in that moment to say, you know what? I have brought my son to you to be healed. And Jesus healed that boy just like he wants to heal you of your insurmountable circumstances. Another scripture I want to read for you is found in Luke. It's in chapter 1, and I want to read verses 26 to 38. This is an impossible situation. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a decent or I'm sorry, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. The angel says, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I'm telling you, listen, if you have Christ, you have already found favor with God. You already have the precious promises of God uh, ready and and able to to, to activate and and help you with your, your circumstance. It says in verse 31, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? Since I have known no man. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. I'll tell you, <laughs> we've all received words from the Lord. Every, every single one of us has. And some of those words have not yet come true. You know, at the end of that scripture, it says, For the word of God will never fail. And her response was, I'm the Lord's servant. May everything you say come true. But then the angel left her. Sometimes you're left with the message. And the question is, is will you do what's necessary to overcome the insurmountable odds that you are facing that are preventing you from doing the things that God has called you to do? You are not here to just, uh, you know, get by. You are not here to just, you know, uh, 
get something and, and, and then hold on to that bee patch and, well, this is good enough. I'm telling you, God has more in store for you, more than before, and I'm telling you it's an overflow if you'll let God do it. You're going to have to be open to allowing the power and the influence of God to influence your life in such a way that it's no longer you who lives, but it's the Christ that lives on the inside of you. You're going to have to not only accept the word of the Lord, you are going to now have to know that it's just you by yourself with the God living on the inside of you that you're going to have to pick up the pieces of your life and start to move that direction and start to do the things that God has called you to do. It's important. Too often the concerns related to the insurmountable odds outweigh our ability to see things through the eyes of faith and see things through the lens of the Word of God and to say, well, I believe God's got my back. Wow. It's a lot to say from where some of you are today. But I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, God is not a respecter of people. He's a respecter of His Word. And He wants to manifest His Word, His promise to you. Some of you have got desires in your heart. You've got purposes in your heart. You've got things that God has planted in there. But I'm telling you, you're allowing the things around you to talk you out of getting in faith and putting corresponding consistent action to that thing to see it come alive. Just because God said it doesn't mean that you're living it. Praise the Lord. Just begin to live it. Do what Mary did and said, I am the Lord's servant, and may everything you have said come true for me. Well, everything that God has said is, is in the Word of God. It pertains to every situation you'll ever face. Quitters are never compensated. Bishop used to tell us that all the time. Listen, if you're going to quit, you're, you're never going to get compensated. If you're going to be three feet from gold after putting all the work into it, well, you might as well just keep on digging, praise the Lord. You're either going to find gold or you're going to wear your axe so thin that you won't be able to get any further and you'll know that, hey, this is not something I need to be doing right now. But do everything that you do as unto the Lord and with faith through the promises of God. I can promise you all kinds of stuff, but praise the Lord. When God says He promises, that's a whole nother level. And I'm telling you, you have the Spirit of the Lord on the inside of you. That is what Jesus did. You know, He came. We just uh, celebrated a few weeks ago Easter. He came. He died. He went to hell. He led captivity captive, which means he took everybody down there and liberated them with the gospel if they chose to receive it. And then he reappeared. And when he reappeared, he reappeared to his disciples and he said this. He said, listen to me. He says, I must go to my father. But when I do, 
I am going to send you the Comforter, and He is going to endue you with power. You've got to understand, once you've received the promises of God through Jesus Christ, you have now been empowered by the Spirit of the Lord, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is liberty, there is blessing, there is favor, there is increase, there is abundance, there is everything that you have need of in this life as it pertains to life and godliness. God wants to share His glory with you. And he, I'm telling you, it's, it's so easy. I'm just going to help you out here. It is so easy to look at the circumstances and go, eh, no, <laughs> there ain't, there's no way. I mean, I can only imagine Mary, you know. I mean, it, it said there that Mary... Uh, became confused and disturbed. Confused and disturbed. Right there's the red flags that are already going up. But praise the Lord. You know, when, when you can just get to the point to understand who you are in Christ, you can then receive all that Christ has for you and what He's built into you, into your very nature, into your very DNA. It's no longer about my problems. It's about overcoming every one of those problems. It's about employing the Word of God in my life over and over and over again and knowing that it is going to work. It is going to happen. I don't care how many things I, I, I do that fail, that don't seem to have the influence. Praise the Lord. Look what the Lord is doing. I'm telling you, you may not see it by, in, in the natural realm but God is at work through your faith he is rearranging things and he's about to pop up right in front of you the very thing that you're looking for but you can't lose hope you can't give up you can't give in and you cannot quit trying is not good enough trying gives you an opportunity to get out of the thing well I tried well you need to eradicate the words can't need and try out of your life. And you can do that with your faith to overcome every insurmountable odd. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and close this service, and I'm going to continue this on for as long as the Lord will allow. And I hope you continue to tune in. I hope you share this with people who are up against, I mean, bad situations. Situations that they don't know how they're going to overcome. Well, the first step in that is to really get your heart right with God. The only way you're going to do that is to ask God into your life through the power of Jesus Christ. Say this prayer together with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. Do what only you can do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've come back to Christ, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's get busy and let's get to church. Praise the Lord. Pastor Barb will be here and she will have an incredible word for you. If you're looking for your jubilee, get to church. We're going to have services here at 9 o'clock. 
also at 1030. We have services both indoor and out in the courtyard for your safety. Uh, you can also tune in as well on Sundays uh, through our live stream. But we do hope that you come because we would love to see you again. God bless you all. Go in peace and continue to walk by faith to overcome insurmountable odds.